1: get IXL now and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/audio visit IXL.com/audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price
2: welcome everybody to the early edge i am the counselor of cash as everybody already knows the coach well, he's on PGA Tour Live calling a group headlined by John Rom. He's pretty good at golf. We've got an awesome cast today. We've got a lot to get through. We've got MLB, we've got NBA, we've got an NFL draft pick in here as well. More on the NFL draft in a second. But first, let's look at the recap screen. Let's see what we did yesterday. Certainly not our best work. AB with the two out of three there. Uh, a Mags two for two. Uh, me and Specty hit ours. But, you know, certainly not the best. Bounce back Wednesday. It wasn't much to bounce back from Wednesday. We had a decent Tuesday, but let's make sure our Thursday is great. Before we bring on the stars of the show, though, let's talk about the CBS Sports app draft tracker. Get real-time updates about your team's draft picks and trades all three days of the draft, including scouting reports, grades, player comps for all your team selections. Download the free CBS Sports app to use the best draft tracker out there. Best second screen companion for when you're watching the draft unfold on TV. And next, let's talk about a podcast that has everything to do with the NFL draft. How should you feel about your team's latest draft picks? With the First Pick podcast, it's your source for comprehensive draft coverage and pick breakdowns with CBS Sports draft expert Ryan Wilson and longtime general manager rick spielman ryan and rick will recap each day of the draft dishing out winners and losers from all seven rounds and the draft chatter doesn't stop on saturday stay tuned to the show for team by team draft grades and an early look at who your team could be eyeing next year download and follow with the first pick podcast wherever you find this one all right ladies and gentlemen that's enough talking on my part let's bring in the stars of the show absolutely love this crew right here And it's headlined, of course, by, well, I don't know that there's a headliner, but I got to start with my partner in crime on fantasy football today, DFS. That's none other than Mike McClure at the penthouse level. Mike, how's it going? Good morning,
3: Sia. Good morning, everyone. I'm glad you mentioned FFT DFS. You actually recorded an episode yesterday there. It's football talk. Uh, I feel like I should be cracking a liquid death right now for those who know.
2: Yes. For those who know that reference, uh, there's uh, we got a lot of inside little things on FFT DFS. I did record an episode yesterday with Derek Brown. It is an absolutely great episode talking about some of the rookies uh, coming in and some DFS as well. Larry Harstein, the maestro. How's it going today?
4: Well, it's, it's been better. I lose one of my props on an injury to Julius Randle. I lose another in overtime with Bam Adebayo getting four points. But, you know, that's how it rolls. You can't whine. You can't complain. You just keep grinding. But I do want to point out, uh, I will have an NFL draft pick coming up, a prop bet. But R.J. White, perhaps the best NFL draft expert in the nation. His latest mock, his final mock, is dropping right about now. The preview will be on CBS The full thing will be on Sportsline. And, of course, he released his best bets for the draft early in the week. These are bets, you know, you have to jump on uh, when the news is available. But check out his final mock. It should be dropping right around now.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you, if if you're going to, like, an NFL draft party or if you're in, like, a text group with some of your friends and you want to sound real smart – Go to Sportsline, check out R.J. White's article, and just you know, it's it's your text group, so you can just kind of copy his insight and just drop some knowledge, and then you're going to be that guy in your crew that people are going to lean on. It's a little cheat code via Sportsline. Speaking of cheat codes, Ali, I got to tell you, this entire week, people have been clamoring for Ali. Hey, where's Ali? We we, we got to have Ali. There is an Ali army out there for sure. Well, army, your general is here. Ali, how's it going?
5: going well i'm a little bit sad the abs lost last night definitely was not seeing that coming so i hope we get a game seven here but we'll see
2: (laughs) absolutely absolutely we have seen the footage from uh from you being at the colorado avalanche game so thanks for sending those putting those out on twitter obviously ali is an incredible follow on twitter for those of you that aren't already doing that danny danny brasco how's it going today It's
6: going great, you. The UFC dogs have been barking, and I got a couple more for you here, too. My picks are already up on Sportsline, uh, but I'm going to bring two
2: underdogs to the show today, see if we can cash them. Absolutely love it. And listen, before we get to the marquee matchups, can I just say, Larry, you know, that Julius Randle prop was absolute gold. It is just really unfortunate that we can't, you know, there's an X next to that bet, but there there almost should be like an, an italicized X or something, because that one was definitely coming in. And it's just, those are the breaks. You know, in basketball, there's not always a ton of injuries, but they happen. And you can really turn your day. And it's just one of those things that you you genuinely can't account for. Speaking of basketball, let's talk about today's marquee matchup because we've got we've got a basketball game that I don't know that we expected to have, to be honest with you. We've got the Celtics. They're going into Atlanta. I think everybody thought the Celtics were going to close, including myself. And by the way, I thought the Bucs were going to win last night, too. A lot of strange things are happening in the NBA. Good for Jimmy Butler, Spolstra, and the crew there. But... Tonight's game, I think, is really interesting. We know Deontay Murray is back. Celtics, six-and-a-half-point favorites at Atlanta. Maestro, I'm going to start with you. How do you see this one panning out?
4: Well, I think everyone expects the Celtics, uh, who have the better roster, who have the better talent, to close it out. But I I think there's a coaching edge in this series, and that goes to Atlanta. Uh, Quinn Snyder's been pushing the right buttons offensively. And Joe Mazzoula, I'm not sure what he's doing, playing Marcus Smart down the stretch, benching Malcolm Brogdon, taking out Derek White. You know, there's a lot of complaints, a lot of chatter in Boston that he's too tied to Marcus Smart. Uh, and it definitely cost him in game five. DeJounte Murray comes back tonight. I have a prop on him. But, yeah, I'm leaning towards the points.
2: Yeah, this is an interesting one. I, You know, I, I'm, I'm really unsettled on this one. My lean is to... Uh, following the Celtics but Danny let's go to you but Where where are you fading or following the favorite here
6: I think I have to follow the favorite just because I agree with you I didn't expect the Hawks to force this game either uh, but I feel like it's time to close this thing out there's been uh, I think an overperformance in a number of games from the Hawks I didn't expect them to get past the heat in the play-in game so I'm shocked that they're here and I think the Celtics take care of business in this one six and a half I'm not in love with laying but I do think they get the job done and finish off the series
2: Yeah, and I will say this, uh, Maestro, to your point about Quinn Snyder, I I do think the coaching edge lives with him. Uh, I I don't want to say for sure, but I think it's a really good point. I think sometimes we sort of take coaching out of it and we just look at the players on the court. And I think, you know, Spolstra is a really good example. I'm not just talking about last night, but Really, in general, if you look at the Heat roster ever since the big three left it, listen, this is not a good roster. And Spolstra seems to get his team not only to the playoffs, but sometimes to the finals as well. And I think that coaching edge needs to matter, particularly in the playoffs. It's not just about the players. Allie, fading or following the Boston Celtics?
5: I'm not very good at NBA, but I'm going to have to go with the Celtics here. I know Celtics are good, and I think they're a little better. (laughs)
2: Hey, that maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Cause honestly, that's kind of where I'm going. I, I think to me, it just seems like a good response, a good bounce back spot for the Celtics, who frankly were kind of embarrassed with that comeback on their home court. Mike, do you share that same view? Is it the Celtics minus six and a half? Are you are you following that or, or are you fading?
3: Uh, I'll follow it. I expect them to win and close it out here. I'm looking more at them in the first half of this game. Uh, it's currently minus three juiced, minus three and a half. Um, that's kind of where I lean more than anything here. They have had some issues closing out down at the end here. I think that they play really well in the first half. Uh, you look at every game in this series, they put up at least 60 points in the first half of every single game here. Uh, I think that part continues. Um, but yeah, that's where I'll be looking I- as far as, if I really want to get down on it, I'll still be looking for a competitive game, trying to get this
2: number down to four four, four and a half. Um,
3: just a more friendly price point than over two full
2: possessions. Fair enough. And speaking of putting things up, we put Mike and a lot of this crew up on CBS Sports HQ. Let's hear from them.
0: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, Chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
2: Get breaking news. Big news coming out of the NFL today. Highlights and instant reactions. The largest final
6: round comeback in four championship history. We're down to the final four.
2: I just want to take time <laughs> to analyze greatness, shot winners and losers with a guy who's already a big winner. CBS Sports HQ. It's all sports all day long. You know us at Sportsline and on the early edge. We like to shake things up a little bit. So we've got a Showtime parlay for you. I know the Lakers played last night. And they are the Showtime Lakers, at least back in the Magic Johnson days. But the Angels are really the Showtime Angels at this point with Sohei Otani. This is an interesting parlay here. I mean, I, I certainly don't hate it at plus 240, but I, I wanna get um some opinions from some of you here. We've got money line, Angels Money Line. We've got Otani total hits over half, and then over the strikeouts, which is eight and a half, which is a, it's a pretty big number. Mike, I'm gonna start with you here. Fading or following this parlay? I mean, it is tough to hit three legs, obviously. It's plus 240. H- how are we feeling about this one?
3: Um, I, I don't mind it. I'm going to end up fading it overall just on the strikeout side. Um, I, I think that it's still just a big number for him personally. So I, I'm going to fade it only because of the strikeouts. Uh, the, there's a big difference in Major League Baseball between eight and nine uh, right. in terms of strikeouts. Uh, probably bigger than most of the uh the numbers and the moving from say four to five, five to six, uh, the difference from eight to nine is pretty significant.
2: And Allie I'll kick it to you is, is do all three of these legs seem doable? Or is there, is there one like Mike that you, you just don't, you just not in love with considering that we get the plus two forty.
5: Yeah. I think that strikeout prop, um, like Mike said, it's really high there. Um, I do like the angels tonight just because the A's have been so terrible, but looking Mm -hmm. at eight and a half strikeouts, it's pretty big ask. (laughs)
2: It is a big ask. Danny, is it too big of an ask to take this one at plus 240? Because we certainly don't want to force it, but it is Otani at the same time. It's too big of
6: a money line to put in any MLB parlay. Angels minus 335. I don't care if they're playing my Little League team that I coach. I'm not putting that in any parlay. I don't trust the Angels as a bigger than three to one favorite. So even with Showtime on the mound, I'm good. I'll pass.
2: Interesting. Yeah, the Angels have been prone to lose to bad teams historically, but also... Uh, this season as well, uh, letting up a lot of runs in, in a lot of different circumstances. All right. Well, let's do one more before we get to our picks. Let's pick the prop. We we, man, we've been hitting these MLB home run props. I don't know that we hit it yesterday, but we got three guys here. We got Ronald Acuna plus 450. We got Mookie Betts at plus 550 and Dansby Swanson at plus 650. Danny, I'm going to kick it right back to you. Which of these three would you put your money on in the home run prop market?
6: Yeah, I like Acuna Jr. here at uh, plus 450. He's uh, kind of my NL MVP uh, pick to to win that award this year. But in this matchup here against Braxton Garrett, I think he has a a good chance of going yard. He's got the platoon advantage, lefty versus the righty. And Garrett's been really good this season. You look at his ERA, it looks pretty solid. But his expected ERA is much higher. It's above five, actually. And he ranks in the bottom half of hard hit rate. So I think if Acuna barrels one up today with that platoon advantage, he could uh, hit one over the
2: fence. So I like him here. All right, and Allie, let's let's go to you. Which one of these three guys would have your home run prop money?
5: Yep, I think it would have to go with Acuna as well. Um, he's gotten 14 hits in his last 10 games, so I think that's kind of telling, and especially against a left-handed pitcher, could definitely get some nice going over today.
2: <laughs> and Mike, let's close out the home run prop section with you. Which of these three guys would take your money if you had to play one of these three?
3: Uh, It's going to be Acuna with a little asterisk. we got to watch the weather there. Uh, I think that the game will be fine. They're probably going to delay it and get it in. They'll have like a two and a half, three hour window where they can. Uh, But if for some reason storm hits earlier, may not be the best situation. But uh, Acuna would be the guy. Mookie Betts would be second. Dansby would be a very, very distant third.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to go with Mookie Betts here. Shout out to Mookie Wilson for all you old school Mets fans. And Mookie Blaylock. Number 10 with your Atlanta Hawks. All right, finally, everybody, we're going to get to our picks, okay? But we got to pay some of these people. So we're going to do it right now.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Mike, I want to go to you first when we talk about our picks. Listen, we, we this is a really eclectic bunch of picks here. We got some NBA, we got some NFL draft, and we got some baseball. And I know, Mike, you specialize in that team total department. So talk to us. Team totals, yes. Uh, I like the
3: Padres today. Padres team total over four and a half minus 105 over on FanDuel. Uh, look, the Cubs rotation has been really solid outside of Wesneski here. I want to pick on this kid as much as I can early here in this spot. He struggled with home runs and walks so far. The strikeout rate, not great. The issue for him is the fastball is just getting absolutely crushed. He's thrown it 108 times so far. The actual weighted on base average on that 561. Next step, whenever you see a number like that, you've got to look at the expected data, see what's really happening. The expected data is 493. What's happening is what's supposed to happen right now. He is not missing many bats with the fastball. What he's going to do to the righties, he's going to attack righties like Machado and Tatis with his sinker. We look at that pitch here. He wants to throw it to right-handed hitters. He's thrown it 47 times this year, which doesn't sound like a lot. 44 of the 47 have been to a right-handed hitter. That is something that is very significant here. That pitch also getting hit. 368 actual. The expected data balloons up over 400. Uh, Look, if he has one pitch that he can get someone out with, he's going to be using it over and over and over, which means he's likely tipping it. Uh, I I like this spot here to pick on Wozneski. Let's go Padres
2: team total over four and a half. Can we all just take a moment and just soak that in a little bit? Like, just let that breathe like a fine wine. Uh, That was excellent. I I absolutely am taking that bet but B, I'm going back later in the show and I'm just going to watch Mike's take so that I can maybe glean a little extra from whatever I think I missed. All right, speaking of missing things, I haven't missed many first fives as of late. And I got another first five for you. And it's a, it's got a little juice to it. Normally, I'm, a, I'm living in that normally like that plus 100 to, to minus 130 range. But this one, I'm going to kick it with minus 140 because I get McClanahan and he's he's traveling to the White Sox, one of the worst teams in baseball right now. And I get the first five minus 140. So here's the, here's the deal. He's going up against Dylan Cease. Now, if you're following my picks, well, if you're not following my picks, shame on you. But if you're following my picks, you know that you've cashed on Dylan Cease twice this season on first five bets. I don't like fading the guy, but I don't like this situation for him. First of all, there's a couple cracks in the armor with his game. I mean, He hasn't been quite as dominant as I want him to be, but you know who has is McClanahan. He is absolutely throwing filthy stuff for the Rays. And the Rays are coming off back-to-back losses. That is just not Rays like. And I think we're looking at a bounce back spot, just like we were looking at for the Yankees, who had lost two in a row to the Twins uh, yesterday. So I really like this spot for the Rays. They're traveling to the White Sox. But again, I like the pitching advantage. Give me the fir- even though it's against Dylan Cease, give me the first five, McClanahan at minus 140. All right. Speaking of baseball, Allie's got a baseball play for us. Allie, what you got?
5: Yep, so I'm going to go with the Twins on the run line at even money right here. Um, the Royals, they've been held to fewer than three runs in eight of their last 12 games, and they've also lost 10 games in that stretch. In Minnesota, they already swept a three-game series against Kansas City earlier this year, and they've won their past seven home meetings against the Royals. I know Tyler Molly isn't really anything spectacular, but I do think he has the edge on Zach Grinke, who's 0-3 this season, so I think it's worth it to take the home team on the run line.
2: Yeah. And I I think the twins bats are are really going to start consistently waking up here. So I I really like that play. And I will say when it comes to first five, you know, usually there's a few that I like kind of going into the slate and I'll tell you one of the ones that I liked, but, but I ended up shaking off was that Padres game. Obviously Mike has a different play on that. It's the team total, but I was going to have the Padres uh, first five and and just for whatever reason, I I ended up coming off of it, but uh, just something to note there. I'm a big fan of really both of these plays, the twins and the Padres play. Go ahead, Mike.
3: Yeah, I was just gonna say I think that's a great lesson just for viewers out there. Uh, When you're looking at markets, like I say, I have that play, you're leaning that way, you can always look for correlated markets uh, and make your own decision based off of the information that you played, because sometimes a correlated market might be better, right? So what I mean by that, I might give this play at minus 105, and it might be up on the side an hour ago, right? It may not move today. Some days this play may move to minus 140 and after after it's moved to minus 140 because of all the action on the team total, the other markets that are correlated may not have been coupled and moved with it. So those additional markets may actually be the better play in that spot. So don't be afraid if you have information from two people there uh, to make a play that is correlated but not identical.
2: I love that. And another thing I want to point out, because this is pretty important. So the Padre, excuse me, the, the Tampa Bay is minus 140. It's minus 140 first five on DraftKings. It's minus 140 first five at Caesars. But at FanDuel, it's minus 162. Just not something I would do. That's one of those, if FanDuel's your only book, I would just back off. That's that's prohibitive juice to me. Minus 140, a lot more palatable. So that's just something to consider there. Uh, you know, you, you kind of have to shop your lines. Sometimes you can't shop your lines, so maybe you have to back off. But if FanDuel is your only place, They have a number up there, which maybe you just want to wait for it to maybe creep back down. That game starts at 710. But again, Caesars and DraftKings has my play at minus 140. All right, Danny, I got to tell you, I love you, man. I do. I love you. I love everything about you. I love your takes. I love the content of them and how you uh, perform them on this show. But you know I can't leave you for last, right? Because this might be my first time hosting with the maestro. So you know the maestro is going to be firmly in that maestro seat. What does that mean? Danny Brasco, that means you are up next.
6: Well, I appreciate the kind words, and I would never presume to take the maestro's chair. So let me kick off some UFC bets for you guys in this Saturday's fight night event. And the main event, I'm taking the underdog Song Yadong. I think he's had a big striking advantage on the feet, and he's taken on a power wrestler and a guy named Ricky Simone. This is a clash of styles. So for every moment that it's on the feet, I favor Yadong strongly. Now, Simone's going to look to take him to the ground. And if he does, Yadong's been taken down plenty of times before. He'll need to work up back to his feet with a sense of urgency. But in the boxing department, when they're striking, like they say, every fight starts on the feet, I see a big, big difference. And this fight has been changed to a three- to five-rounder. Simone has struggled with cardio deeper on in fights. So if it goes into the championship rounds, I favor Yadong even more. He looked really good in a loss to Corey Sandhagen, who is one of the most cerebral, skilled bantamweights there are. So after that loss, he even gained stock for me. I think he picks up a big win here as an underdog at plus 105. Next up, I'm going with a really low-key fun fight and taking another dog in this matchup, and that's Fernando Padilla at plus 130. He's taking on a fun fighter in Julian Juicy J. Arosa, and this is a similar, actually, stylistic matchup. Both guys are long, lanky southpaw strikers, and this should create a lot of interesting angles when you see that southpaw versus southpaw matchup. A lot lot of openings for both opponents. Think about Julian Arosa, even though he's a much more experienced fighter, he's been in a lot of firefights in his career, and he's been taking a lot of damage. He actually struggles with uh, fighters of this physique and stylistic makeup, these long, lanky fighters. And I think Padilla has a chance to really make a, a splash in his debut. He's another one of these young, hungry Mexican fighters who are built with steel in their chin. He can take one to give one. If they're trading, I like Padilla to drop Arosa and get the win in this one. And finally, let's end with a nice big plus money prop. I'm going with some uh, women's MMA. I like Stephanie Egger by submission in this fight. She's taking on a debuting fighter in Irina Alexeva. And Alexeva has a questionable record. She's just four and one in her MMA career. And her first win is by her opponent's refusal to fight what? I've never even seen that on a record. So she really has four MMA fights and she'll be taking on a very experienced, very skilled grappler. Alexiva is a grappler herself. That means she's walking right into Egger's wheelhouse. Egger has great rear naked chokes, great arm bars. If she makes a mistake on the ground, she's going to pay for it. Give me Stephanie Egger by submission at plus 225.
2: All right. Well, not only am I going to have to bet those, thanks to that, I'm going to have to watch it too. So I got to take away time from so many other things because now I have to watch that Danny Brasco. Uh, By the way, everybody in the chat, first of all, thanks for watching. Hopefully you're all Sportsline members, which means you got some of these picks, if not most of them before this show even started. Um, Hit the like button. If if you don't already know, when you come into the show, immediately when you come into the show, just go ahead and hit the like button. That helps the show. It helps us out uh, quite a bit. And uh, we absolutely appreciate you doing that. All right what I appreciate is hosting a show with the maestro as one of the stars of the show. So Larry, you got a couple plays here. One of them is NFL draft and the other one involves a player who did something really dumb a couple of nights ago, but it also means he probably has some fresh legs. So talk to us about your two plays.
4: Yeah, it's atonement time for DeJounte Murray after bumping the ref and getting suspended. And then the team picks him up and extends the series. I'm not sure why Jason Tatum didn't get a technical uh, or even an ejection for what he did, but DeJounte Murray is back. He's averaged 37.8 points, rebounds, and assists in the series. Like you said, Sia, he will be fresh over 33 and a half, an elimination game. He's going to play 40 minutes. Uh, And obviously the Celtics are tired of Trey Young uh, doing what he's been doing to them. So I think DeJounte Murray has a huge game and tries to make amends uh, for getting suspended. And then, In the NFL draft, there's been so much talk. What are the Texans going to do? They're not going to get the quarterback that they want uh, because Bryce Young will be gone. And then there's a lot of reports that they don't like the other guys enough to go at number two. So is it going to be Will Anderson out of Alabama or is it going to be Tyree Wilson? Now, even if the Texans don't go for Tyree Wilson, which I think they will, and you can get this right now at plus 500 that he will go number two, he could still be taken by the Cardinals This guy is a freak, 6'6", 86-inch wingspan, tremendous pass rusher. He fits D'Amico Ryans and what the 49ers have been drafting uh, all along, that big, tall guy. He has the higher ceiling. Maybe Will Anderson has the higher motor, but Tyree Wilson has the ceiling, and I think they usually go uh, for ceiling that high in the draft.
2: All right. And so just in case people were were not fully paying attention here, because I think when it comes to draft position and and you you say under or over, people get a little confused. So just to just to reclarify. When you say draft position for Tyree Wilson under four and a half, what does that mean? That means one of the top four picks, correct? He's got
4: to go in the top four. It's minus 140. That is available on DraftKings. FanDuel uh, is is, uh, giving you great odds right now, plus 500 uh, for him to go number two specifically uh, in the draft. And these odds are changing all the time. I mean, every single report, but all the latest info is that it's a toss-up or maybe even better uh, for Tyree Wilson. Over Will Anderson, assuming they don't take uh, CJ Stroud at number two.
2: All right. Absolutely love it. I think the NFL draft is super intriguing. And a little surprise note for everybody that's listening and who probably just hit the like button, like I uh, asked them to do, please. Um, we might have an NFL draft surprise uh, later today around the time of early edge in five. So stay tuned for that. You'll be hearing from us in that regard uh, later today. But listen, I, I got I got to say, guys, thank you. Thank you for being my stars, my guests. But I, I got to say, I think that's all the damage we can do. So let's bring up the recap screen real quick. I've got the Rays' first five at minus 140. Padres' team total over four and a half for Mike McClure at minus 105. Larry's got Tyree Wilson draft position under four and a half at minus 140. DeJounte Murray over 33 and a half points, rebounds, and assists at minus 108. Allie's got the Twins' run line minus one and a half at plus 100. And Danny Brasco, Yadong money line plus 105, Padilla money line plus 130, and Egger by submission at plus 225. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am doing my best to fill the gigantic shoes of Coach, who you can listen to right now on PGA Tour Live as he is calling the Mexico Open at Vedanta. But at this point, this is all I can do. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for Alabama, for Danny Brasco, for the Maestro, for Mike McClure, and of course for AB on the ones and twos and nines and tens. I am your counselor of cash and we rest our case.